Good morning, Glory. Hallelujah to you. This is Backtracks. Aerosmith Revisited. My name is Corey Mercer. Joined, as always, by St. John Mariano. How are you this evening, my friend? Ah, Corey, I'm good. That's the best Stephen Tyler I got right now, man. Oh, wow. Uh, that that yeah. was horrible. Jesus. Was, do you Jesus. want me to cut that out? I don't think I'm going to. No. But... no. The, the, fan, the fans need to know how awful I can be sometimes. And, God, that was awful. I'm oh, my Lord. And now I got to follow that up by mentioning our official sponsor, Pop Rock and Radio with Ken Knapsack. He's going to pull his sponsorship after hearing that, even though he pays absolutely nothing for us to say this. I I, I have a feeling the the, the good the good Saint Ken is going to continue rolling with it with, with his sponsorship. Um, Pop Rock and Radio killing it on on Wednesdays and Saturdays um, on Mixcloud. Um, f- follow him, subscribe to him, subscribe and interact follow and listen by all means enjoy the music folks tremendous music and um, he re- reintroduced me to music i forgot i loved like uh, i was listening to his, his show probably about a month ago he started playing veruca salt i'm like man i haven't heard veruca salt since the 90s he was playing volcano girls I'm like i fucking love volcano girls by veruca salt so i went and downloaded that whole album now i'm into a whole veruca salt thing thanks to ken knapsack a very nice man who's going to pull a sponsorship uh, after hearing I, uh, John Butcher, whatever the fuck that was at the beginning of the show here. That, that is not why he's going to pull a sponsorship. The reason why he might pull a sponsorship <laughs> is what, what you don't know is I, I, I subscribe to Ken and I, I request songs yep. on, uh, under the alias Johnny Mo, And, <laughs> and, and I, I give him some of the worst like it doesn't fit what he's doing. Like it's pop rock and radio, and it's pop rock, and I'm requesting things like typo negative on there. Like I am trying to throw him every curveball in the book, and, and God, God bless Ken because he puts up with my crap. And thank God he doesn't listen to this show, so he doesn't know that you're trying to throw him off. I'm going to start doing that now. I'm going to create a pseudonym and, and, and try and, and and request some stuff like that too. That's a good idea. I, I, I mean, admitting that our sponsor doesn't listen to the show probably isn't the best way to keep him as a sponsor, man. <laughs> well, a good point. But again, he's also not paying. If it was somebody like Manscaped, <laughs> and like we're both hairy sons of bitches, if Manscaped wanted to give us, you know, a free razor, I, I'd plug him, you know, every day of the week and twice on Sundays, but they're not giving a shit. So, no, no if, if Manscaped was a sponsor, they'd also have to sponsor somebody to actually shave, shave, shave my arms and body because I don't have that kind of time. That's right. He's single, ladies. Uh, if somebody out there wants to shave John, uh, just you know, get a hold of him at shavejohn at gmail.com. Corey, Corey, that was a completely different podcast we used to do where we used to do offers like that. That's this, true. my friend, is Backtracks Aerosmith Re- Revisited. And on this show, we go through the Aerosmith catalog. We roll some dice. There are six sides to that dice. We have six songs on that dice. Whichever song comes up, we talk about and then we decide whether or not it makes our ultimate Aerosmith mixtape, which we give out to somebody who's never heard Aerosmith before and go, here, this will change your life. And that is the goal of the show. That is what we're doing. And we have six songs on that dice right now. What are they, Mr. Corey? They are Chip Away the Stone, Rats in the Cellar, Falling in Love is Hard on the Knees, Permanent Vacation, The Other Side, and New from last week. Oh, yeah from 2012's Music from Another Dimension. Uh, we have hit like four of my songs now. Is it three or four? Quite a few. 
I think you're beating me three to one right now. Three to one. Jeez, if this were a competition, you'd be losing pretty bad. I mean, I mean, I feel like it is a competition, and I am. I'm, losing, you know I'm losing bad. We got some good songs on the mixtape right now, though. Uh, Johnny Moe's first uh, track, Lord of the Thighs, that's on there. Uh, and then we have Shut Up and Dance from Get a Grip. Uh, we have last week, I put No More, No More on there. And Let the Music Do the Talking from Done With Mirrors. So shaping up to be a pretty good mixtape. Uh, you know, only four shows in. Uh, and we got five good, we got six good tracks on the dice. I think uh, song five, it's going to be a pretty good one too. Let's see what we got. You, uh, you got a roll in you right now? I got a roll. I'm shaking the dice and here we go. The roll is in and we are going to get falling in love is hard on the knees. It's another Corey pick, but it's a favorite of John's. I know that's, that's four to one, but this, this is going to be a driving driving track this this to me is what i consider new aerosmith it's over 20 years old which makes it classic rock at this point oh my god but, that's sad but, but, but th- 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 this is what i consider a new aerosmith um cory with that being said why don't we uh why don't, why don't, why don't we uh find out why falling in love is so hard this was the first single uh from nine lives released in 1997 um remember aerosmith was one of the biggest bands in the world at this point in the 90s get a grip is a huge album they, they had the big three hits. They had all the videos. Uh, Nine Lives was, was kind of their, uh, their, their, their comeback from that. And uh, it was an interesting time because there was a lot of infighting within the band. Uh, you know, they weren't real happy with each other. They weren't happy with their label or, or their producer. Uh, they were working with outside writers. Again, this was the first single released February 1997. Uh, does anything really stand out from you from, from this yeah. era of Aerosmith? Yeah. Oh, totally. Be- be- because the big difference is, Get a grip hits, and then Seattle hits, and and, and it, it it's amazing because as much as Aerosmith peaked with, with with Get a Grip, it was almost like they were a forgotten band by the time this came out because music had changed. Nirvana and Soundgarden and Pearl Jam and all those bands changed the landscape of music. And Aerosmith, which was a top band with number one, not number one hits, but top hits. Constantly played on MTV at the time. The the, the big three songs off of Get a Grip, you, you know, all, all the big love songs, and and then this comes out and is kind of lost in the mix. And that's why is that the the music really changed in that short period of time. That's very true. Uh, produced by Kevin Shirley. This song was written by Steven Tyler, Joe Perry, and Glenn Ballard, who's probably best known for co-writing. Jagged Little Pill from one Alanis Morissette. I mean, you, 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 talk, you talk about albums that change the landscape of music. Holy yeah, cow. It, you know, Jagged Little Pill is a magical album. And uh, I played that a lot in the 90s. Um, but we're here to talk about Aerosmith. And Full of the Mother is Hard on the Knees. Um, you could see fitting on, on an album like that in a lot of ways. Um, it, it's got a roughness to it. It, it, it does speak about love. Um, it does to speak about the difficulties of love too. Um, so I think I think we should give this a listen because God, I love this track. All right, this is falling in love is hard on the knees from 1997's Nine Lives. Yeah. 
So it's really interesting, Corey, because we've listened to a lot of older Aerosmith lately, and it starts with a you know the band jamming together. And here, right off the bat, we have Steven Tyler um, with, with "You're So Bad, You're So Bad," and, and, and him him singing. And we're already in the thick of the song at the top of it. What, what are your thoughts on that? You know, you had mentioned uh, the era that this album came out in '97. You know, after Seattle grunge, a lot of distortion on those on those guitars at the beginning, right? It almost sounded like, you know, Soundgarden or, or something like that, just with the distortion on there. And I know the the video for this, if you remember, uh, directed by Michael Bay, I, I think was a direct reflection on bands like Allison Chains and that kind of thing. The videos they were producing. So uh, this song, production wise, very much a product of its time. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it definitely feels that way. It feels like Aerosmith trying trying to keep up with the joneses a little bit but mm -hmm. you know again i do love this song I, I love a lot about it i just think it's an interesting twist from what we've heard lately where it's like the band jamming into the song and and and, and then the lyric the lyrics kind, kind of find their way into it and here we're we're, we're hit with the lyrics right up front yes exactly and like you said very different from what we heard in the in the late 70s early 80s aerosmith and again very much a product product of its time i think and we get some great uh, Steven Tyler lyrics in here, uh, even come up in, in this first first verse. So uh, let's give it a listen. Now that that's just classic Steven Tyler, right? There ain't gonna be no more begging you, please. You know what I want, and it ain't one of these. You're bad to the bone, and your girlfriend agrees that falling in love is hard on the knees. It's it's such a great play on words, and it's also directly kind of saying what it is all at the same time. Uh, God, God, it's good, and and um, I do wish there was a little bit more room for, for, for the instrumentals to breathe a little bit. I know we're going to get that a little bit later, but it's kind of, kind of weird. It's almost, it's almost like a backwards Aerosmith song right now. You're, you're kind or, of missing that, that musical interlude at the beginning there, aren't you? I, 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 re I really am. And it's almost like, you know, it, it, it's playing on my expectations a little bit of what Aerosmith is. Mm -hmm. Well, that, that's a very good call. And uh, one of my favorite lines, uh, in any song is coming up at the end of the song, but we, we talked about, uh, you know, he's pretty much coming out and saying it. Steven Tyler has been doing that for his career. He got a song on the radio with the line. You ain't seen nothing till you're down on the muffin. Like what the fuck do you think that's about? Right? Like that's coming out and saying it. He wrote a song about a blowjob called crying that hit the charts in America. Like he's not really subtle about this kind of stuff. No, and it featured what was essentially a 16-year-old girl in that video yeah. <laughs> in a lot of ways. I mean, they got away with a lot of crap, dude. Yeah, absolutely. And, so, and, and not all of it's aged well, and not all of it's great, but they've gotten away with a lot of crap. You know, nothing has aged as bad as 17 by Winger. That still comes up on Sirius all the time. It's like, oh, my God, stop playing that song. Yeah. Daddy says she's too young, but she's old enough for me. No, get rid of that. No, no, no. Steven Tyler is a little more, little more classy than that. But, yeah, he's not hiding the fact of what he's singing about. And all these mm -hmm. songs were played on the radio. And 
church moms are singing, you ain't seen nothing till you down in the muffin. Oh, he likes baking. No, yeah, not uh, quite. When, when, when I hear it to debate the politics of the songs, but, but God, God the, the, the lyrics are kind of special with, with, with some of this Aerosmith stuff. And what, what I am missing right now are the instrumentals. So I'm hoping, hoping we get to, to, to a, a mu- musical interlude in a little bit because I do remember the song, but I don't, I don't remember missing it that much at the top of it. All right, let's keep her rolling here. Chip off the old block, man, you're so much like your sister. My friends are silent, must be out of luck. My old lapito has been blowing my transistor. I feel like I have been hit by a fuck. John, have you ever felt like you've been hit by a fuck? I feel like I get hit by a fuck every morning, man. <laughs> I hear you. My old libido has been blowing a transistor. I feel like I've been hit by a fuck. This, 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 this is, I mean, this should be a Viagra commercial right now. This is, this, this sounds like this is Steven Tyler going, why doesn't my machinery work anymore? <laughs> All right, let's keep her going. Before we get into the bridge, you know, some of my favorite Steven Tyler lyrics are those kind of one-offs where he says, like, you know, ain't got no rubbers, but it's raining all the time. Here's another one. I'm major in love, but in all minor keys. That that's just a fantastic lyric. Yeah, no, no. I I mean, this is this is Steven Tyler's lyrics at their best in in this song. And it's like you, you know, it was at a weird time for music, but um you know, for Aerosmith. If you're talking like the great Aerosmith, this this is right there with it in a lot of ways. Let's hear let's hear the bridge because I have a feeling what I've been missing, we're about to get some of it. Here we go. What are you looking for? It's got to be hardcore. Must be some kind of new What's so cool about Joe Perry and the way he plays guitar is he makes it sound almost so lazy that like, it it seems like he's almost bored with how he's playing, but yet it's so exhilarating to listen to. Like when you listen to it, like it's very hard to explain. He's playing an exhilaratingly lazy guitar or a lazy exhilarating guitar, but that's how I would describe it. How about you, Corey? You know, I, classic Joe Perry, right? And uh, uh, one thing I, I know, you know, the horns, do, do, the, do they seem out of place to you a little bit in 1997 Aerosmith? Like when I'm hearing a song like Girl Keeps Coming Apart from Permanent Vacation, the horns make sense. Dude looks like a lady, the horns make sense. Do the horns make sense in, in falling in love? I don't know. I, I feel like they do because it's Aerosmith. Now, does Aerosmith in 97 make sense? I don't know because 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 it was the era of music at the time 
and and, and they were definitely out of place. But the horns, a hundred percent, like this sounds like Aerosmith, and and the horns to me belong there. I I, I feel like you know twenty plus years in hindsight, they make more sense than they made sense at the time on the radio. Um, but that's back when we listened to terrestrial radio and, and had, had, had rock stations and stuff. And all that stuff is going away, my friend. Yeah. And, and like you said, this was kind of a weird time for Aerosmith. Four years removed from Get a Grip. Music changed quite a bit in 1997. And they were one year away from their biggest hit of all time, which is a song uh, eventually we're going to have to put on the dice. Uh, I don't know what your, your feelings are about that one. And we'll just refer to it as that one. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to spoil anything. I, I will say that it will probably be a while before we put that one on the tape. <laughs> it may be show 300 before that one that comes on. But um, yeah, you know, I, I like the solo and I, I, I like the distortion. I, I like everything about this song. The, the horns to me, like you said, Aerosmith as a band were out of place at this point, maybe a little out of place on this track is my only thought there, but uh, let, let's keep going here. We're coming up to my favorite verse, maybe in Aerosmith history. Is what you said down to the letter, but you like the way I hold a microphone. Sometimes I'm good, but when I'm bad, I'm even better. Don't give me no lip, I got enough of my own. All right, you ain't that good as when you sit down to the letter, but you like the way I hold the microphone. Sometimes I'm good, but when I'm bad, I'm even better. Don't give me no lip, I got enough of my own. Fuck me, that is my favorite maybe Aerosmith line of all time. I love and, that. And Steven Tyler, infamously known for his lips. I used to draw a caricature of him that was 90% <laughs> lip. Um, I used to draw him and Mick Jagger. It was, it was basically the two of them arguing over who had the bigger lips. And, and you know, that lyric kind of says it all. It's a great description of Steven Tyler in a lot of ways. Um, and God, 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 this is lyrically one of their best songs. Don't give me no lip. I got enough of my own is maybe, maybe my favorite Steven Tyler lyric. And right now I can say that because we're only a handful of shows in show 300. Let's revisit this and see if it still is. But God, it was just absolutely perfect. So that's twice Steven Tyler has referenced your girlfriend. You're bad to the bone and your girlfriend agrees that falling in love is so hard on the knees. Classic it, Steven Tyler. It feels a little personal. It feels like I, I took my girlfriend to the show and Steven Tyler <laughs> stole, stole her. And, you know, it's probably not that far from the truth in a lot of ways. Um, it, I, I'm, sure, I'm sure there are plenty of boyfriends that have that story over, over time. Um, Hundreds, it, if not thousands. And, and last last week we we, we talked we talked about uh, um a di a road diary for for Stephen Tyler. This might be another road diary of sorts for Stephen Tyler. <laughs> I love it. All right, Falling in Love is Hard on the Knees, the first single from 1997's uh, Nine Lives. John Mariano, your thoughts? 
My thoughts are this this is a song that plays on the Aerosmith expectations while still remaining Aerosmith. We don't we we, we don't get the the, the mu- musical intro or outro on this song as much. It just kind of ends at the end. And even with that, like it is definitively an Aerosmith song and one I am absolutely putting on the mixtape for a lot of reasons of and especially those lyrics. Um, it is Steven Tyler running on all cylinders with a band running around him, do, doing everything they need to do to support him on this. And God, this was this was a good choice, Corey. Yeah, I, I love this song. I remember when this album came out, a lot of uh, kind of Fairweather casual Aerosmith fans were not happy because it was a little harder edge. They were trying to kind of maybe compete with the Seattle bands a little bit, but I really love this album. And th- there's some songs on here where I look at it and think, what what the hell were you thinking? But largely like 85, 90% of this album, I, I think is truly tremendous. And some of the best stuff uh, Aerosmith has done and kind of a callback to their better stuff from the seventies. Yeah. I, I have to agree with you. And you know, some, some of Aerosmith's best stuff is them them playing with expectations. We're going to talk about some classic Aerosmith songs that, at some point that definitely play with expectations. And, and, and th- th- this does that as well as any of them. Um, by all means, it, it makes sense why this was the first single off this album. And uh, it, it was a tough era for them to compete with other songs, but there's no reason why this song doesn't comp- compete with those other songs in hindsight. So you know what? I'm feeling some pressure here, John, because it's been all my songs since week one, since episode one. They've all been my my picks, and uh, I've been picking great songs. So uh, I'm thinking about reaching a little deeper in the catalog, and I'm thinking about maybe going to something from 1982, uh, an album that Joe Perry and Brad Whitford were not on called A Rock and a Hard Place. And I'm going to go with a song that, it's been popping up on Shuffle a lot for me lately, and it's a song called Jailbait. Oh, I'm familiar with this track. That is that is an interesting choice. And, you, you know, one that doesn't have the entire band as we know it on it, but I, I, I respect this choice. I respect it in a lot of ways, Corey. I, I, not that I wanted to come up next week, because God, God I, I, I got to start <laughs> making a comeback on the dice at some point, but um, excellent choice. Thank you very much. It's one that when, when I think of songs from uh, Rock in a Hard Place, uh, Lightning Strikes is the one that jumps out because that's that was the the single. And it's a great Aerosmith song that not a lot of people know about. But like I said, Jailbait's been popping up. And I'm like, oh, you know, the, the, it, it starts off well. There's some good stuff with Jailbait. And, and for some reason, off the top of my head, I had to pick a song there. I'm like, oh, let's go with something a little more obscure. So we're going to Rock in a Hard Place from 1982 and Jailbait. And you know, the way I'm rolling the dice right now, I'm on a hot streak. We're probably going to get that next week. I I, I mean, it's probably going to be a Corey song, folks, but um, I'm going to I'm going to get going. I got I got to go um, practice riding with Ken. I, 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 I got slaughtered last week by what we call griefers in, in, in the cowboy game. And, and they're people who go around and just just don't let you play very much they they last you up they tie you up they set you on fire and i had to go pr- practice and warm up a little bit because i i got lit last week so you can find you can find me on uh twitch every tuesday night on ken knapsack's twitch channel playing red dead redemption or um just support our sponsor on pop rock and radio on mixcloud 
um, every every Wednesday and Sunday, or just listen to it after the fact. Um, those shows sit there for you. Fo- fo- follow them, subscribe to them, um, interact interact with the shows. Um, you you'll love it. Um, we've talked about it a lot, so you know enough about it at this point. But God, God, please go support Ken because we support great music and people who love great music, and Ken is one of them. And also support Corey and Mark with and the podcast will rock the greatest growing um musical commentary show on the charts right now um they have terrific chemistry they're crushing it i'm saying this so Corey doesn't have to pat himself on the back because he doesn't need to um people people are talking about it for him including me who listens i'm an avid listener of them and 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 mark and god they're, they're crushing it you know uh, we got people listening to this show uh john i want to shout out a couple of our uh, fans of Aerosmith that are checking out the show, uh, Kels on uh, Twitter, at Kels. Uh, she goes by Kelsey Van Halen. Uh, she's listening to the show. And Jonathan Meisner, I know as soon as we announced the show, he was bugging me like, where can I find the show? I'm on Android. When is it coming out? And he, he bugging me again uh, before the episode three drop. is like, I can't find the show yet. So, uh, Jonathan, if, if, you're st- if you're still with us, thank you for listening. And uh, hopefully you'll stick with us for the entire ride because this is a tremendous band. Thank you for listening to the podcast will rock as well. Um, we're having a lot of fun over there um, at Podcast Will Rock on Twitter and podcastwillrock.com is the website. And you can find me personally at CD Morset. Uh, if you're so inclined, let us know what your favorite Aerosmith songs are. And uh, let's keep the conversation rolling. We've got six great songs on the dice currently, uh, you know, five of which, you know, four of which have been on there forever. Chip Away the Stone, Rats in the Cellar, Permanent Vacation, The Other Side, and just new the last couple of weeks, Oh Yeah, and Jailbait. Uh, which I'm just putting on there from rock in a hard place. Uh, John, anything else before we call it a night? I just, uh, I, I love that we leave the last word to Mr. Tyler. Um, I, I love your pick so far. So far it's your mixtape, Corey. I thought it was going to be a group effort, but apparently it's not according to the dice. Um, maybe the dice weren't, wasn't such a great idea, <laughs> but I actually, I actually love that. We don't know what we're going to talk about every week. Um, and, um, you're, you're killing it, my friend. I'd, I'd say we're killing it, but it's been your, 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 your choices that I've been endorsing at this point. And uh, I have no problem with that because you have great taste in music, my friend. Well, and so do you. All three songs you put on the dice are fantastic. And I'm really, really hoping we had a John's on next week. If there's any justice in the world, uh, the, the dice, the, the, the lovely benevolent dice will give us a John pick for next week. But until then, we always give the last word to one Mr. Steven Tyler. And here it is. So, from all of us in Aerosmith, to all of you out there, wherever you are, remember, the light at the end of the tunnel may be you. Good night.